Hey everyone, this is Connor. Before we get started, I just want to encourage you to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. If you become a patron, you'll get access to multiple exclusive episodes every month. And you can also join our patrons-only Discord chat, where Pete and I talk informally with the Podside Picnic community. So if you like the show, go ahead and check us out at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. Thanks. Welcome back to Podside, everyone. This is, of course, Carlo. Today, I am accompanied by Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Hello there. And, of course, we have our guests from Socialist Shelf Podcast, Josh and Jacob. How are you guys doing? We are, uh, we're holding it down over here. Appreciate you having us on. You know, Kurt came on uh, our show to talk about um, Snow Crash. We had a great time <laughs> with that, and... Coming right back, we suggested this because it's uh, it's wild. This is a wild game, and we don't really talk about <laughs> games on our podcast, so this gives us the opportunity to get into it. Yes, oh. yes, absolutely. That's that's what I love about the cross pollination. You know, it's all the stuff that we that uh, we don't get political about. You know, we can just we can just cut loose with. That's right. <laughs> and I'm especially interested to talk about this game because, um, in in accordance with my uh, let's call it my my methodology, my system. Um, I, I read nothing about the game. I, I just started it. I, I played it for a while. Um, I didn't actually complete a run. Uh, I had less time than I would have liked. I understand that there is a, a, a plot and, and meaning and conclusions, so to speak. I have not seen any of them. And oh, what I saw was I was ephemeral. Mm. So I'm very curious to, to, uh, to, to talk about this. I haven't even I haven't even looked at the fan wiki or the or the Wikipedia page. Really? So, oh, that's so, yes. fantastic. Yes. I have avoided all possible meaning. Um, <laughs> dog, <laughs> dog me 95 style. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I did not. I went in cold uh, as well to the game. Uh, I just I, I, like I don't know why I opened up the Wikipedia page for this. Uh, other like I did it just now. So yeah. I mean, I'm also sort of like like I think we were just talking before we started uh, about you know like the the creator and uh, this is sort of like it comes out of uh, what is it Super Meat Boy was the yeah yes yes. <laughs> Yeah, you can't you can't talk about this game without talking about the uh, the predecessor, Super yeah, Meat Boy, and Edmund McMillan in general, his whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, well, yeah, I, I was just going to say that one of the things that um, that I think we we talked about before as well uh, before we started is is that that once I realized and made that connection because there, there's like in game references mm-hmm. to Super Meat Boy, like in like if you if you're procedural dungeon pursue, uh, like uh, creates an arcade room uh you can see a little poster of super meat boy yeah. in there mm-hmm. um and and like uh, apart from that i was like oh that's see that that's where the the art design of this sort of <laughs> comes from uh, as well as like it, it feels very much of like um of a of a kind with like stuff like uh Jonan Vasquez is uh original like Squee uh also Lenore. You guys remember these these yes. comic books? I remember I Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, well, the, 
the thing right. with the thing with Edmund McMillan is he comes out of sort of the uh, new ground scene, um, mm. and it was a big Flash game guy, and then he worked on like Gish, Ether, Coil. Mm. Um, and he also has like End Is Nigh, so he like, but for a long time made like games and videos on Newgrounds, and was like big into that, just like kind of edgy hu- online humor. Yeah, um, it does. And, ha- it's yeah, it's synthesized. funny, isn't it? It's funny, isn't it? How I feel like I feel like edgy games since since time immemorial have all for some reason adopted this uh, this art style. <laughs> like this, yeah. now that you say Newgrounds, it it clicked. There's a certain um, but, underground comics vibe to it, isn't there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now there was a there was a game that the art style reminded me. Actually, not it didn't remind me of the game. It reminded me of the the marketing for the company, which was um. So there, in in the mid '90s, uh, there was a game called. Uh, well, actually, I'll save the name of the game because it'll make for for a good punchline. Um, okay. There, there's a company called Accursed Toys. Um, and if you look up, if you look up uh, the the logo for the mid '90s game developer Accursed Toys, uh, you will see that it is a teddy bear with glowing green eyes that has been stabbed with a knife and is bleeding. Um, and it has kind of a similar I don't know what it's, it's kind of got that like that goopy rounded cartoonish mm. but but you see it and you're like ooh this is evil um, vibe to it. Now not only were they um, not only was their marketing uh, edgy but they actually I- included. Uh, a manifesto <laughs> in all oh of the games, um, which, which, if I may read to you br- briefly, go for it. The Accursed Toys Manifesto. We recognize that over 60% of all computer and cartridge game players are well over the age of 25. It is to this larger and more sophisticated audience that we dedicate our art, art with a capital A. Adult games for adult minds is our second motto. After determined to disturb, we know that art is powerless unless it both thrills and upsets. And we do see our work as art. We will ever endeavor to do both in an intellectually exciting and unsettling manner. We shall and we... We shall, is in green, make it our duty to create complete and powerful works, capital W, that have both replay, that have both playability, capital P, and artistic integrity, capital A, capital I. We hope to please and shock, pleasure and surprise you. Now, <laughs> the game to which this is uh, attached, you, you may be amused to learn, is called Boppin'. Um, and it is about two two little uh, cartoon men with triangle heads um, who uh, and sunglasses who have uh, an edgy kind of Sonic the Hedgehog style attitude. Oh my god, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I've seen so, this game. Yeah, I, I've never played it, but I've seen people make videos of this game. Like, oh man, well, that's funny. Anyway, oh, the, the the accursed toys manifesto and the accompanying art was the first thing that I thought of when I, when I started. Well, if you you might not be surprised to learn that Edmund McMillan, when he worked on like just making like flash games, mm-hmm. he has no less than fourteen games in the Dead Baby series. Like that's like what he does. He has Dead Baby dress up, uh, six uses for dead babies. Um, he has a game where you throw dead babies at like you aim at targets. It's like. It's very much like just as edgy as you can be. And then this game <laughs> and and some of his future work kind of made him being like a little more. I mean, I won't say more serious, but him like trying to create something a little more yeah. cohesive and a little less mm-hmm. like, OK, I'm just kind of ver- like, you know, the, the, the game equivalent of kind of like diarrhea, which was his flash game era. His his words, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the classic um it, it's are 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 any of you familiar with the the mid 90s um webcomic sluggy freelance Oh, I, I've heard the I name, can't but say, I've yeah. never dove into it. <laughs> Not a good webcomic, um, <laughs> but certainly a long-running one. It was it was probably the it it was one of if not the first big 
like nerd webcomic that people like made like that the creator like made a living off of and it was like it was wild that this was happening at the time and it was completely like goofy nonsense it was kind of like 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 a very kind of like control alt delete type style yeah but after the first few arcs which were about like you know the latest computer game or like a there would be like a little bit of kind of like a jokey um like a girl genius type vibe. If you're familiar with that kind of like that, like jokey science, like proto, 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 proto venture brothers type, type gags that, that that's not even really explaining it correctly, but suffice to say like a goofy thing after a few, um, big plot arcs, they all of a sudden were like, we want to do serious medieval fantasy. Okay. (laughs) And so sent (laughs) kind of like these very like kind of badly drawn Calvin and Hobbes style, uh, ca- characters to like, like basically the army of darkness world. And it went on for like 200 strips before they oh, went back yeah. to being like, like a goofy <laughs> jokey thing. So I that's that. the vibe that I'm getting of being like, this is the art that I have created and I have a bigger story to tell. And I plan to tell, um, you know, Dostoevsky style narratives with um, dead babies. That's <laughs> And the inherent problem in that is once you make that step, to a more serious sort of milieu. Like, how do you go back from that? Yeah, you really can't. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but he's trying to with his new game he's got coming out. But uh, that's that's a whole other thing. But he's making a game where you breed cats right now. So I don't know. I think that may be a step back there. But yeah, no, I, I will say my, my experience with this game is, is a much uh, deeper one. Um, I mean, it's part of the reason that uh, I recommended it was... Uh, um, I, I don't even know how many hours I have in this game. I got into it in college on a night shift when I was working, like I'd worked security at a library and I just was like, have these like shifts from like 8 PM to 8 AM and I had nothing to do at night. Um, and like, I would try and write. And then once I, my brain was fried, I would like play like dumb games. And I played this one. And the first time I played it, it like actively freaked me out a little. Cause I was so late at night and like my brain was so fried and I was like, what, what, what in the world? Like I, I was and I got obsessed with it. Like I wrote a paper on it in my John Milton class in college on like the nature of evil and binding of Isaac. Like I've gotten into it. I played each version of the game. So like I'm kind of on the other yeah. end of the spectrum here of like, I've seen all the endings. I've gotten all the endings. I've beat all the bosses. I've done all the things. And you there are a the lot ways of, of Isaac the man. Yes. Uh, Joss, you're pretty similar on that too, right? You've you've played this game a lot too. Well, I didn't get academic about it, but you know, I have, <laughs> I mean, collect. Collectively, like in the first, over the uh, original version of the game and uh, Rebirth and its various expansions, I have, I'm closing in on 900 hours. Yeah. So like I've certainly, I've certainly spent a lot of time wallowing in in the, uh, in the blood and poop as it were. Yeah. But I'm, I mean. (laughs) Is there there ever blood and poop? Oh yes. Oh yes. Every kind of fluid. And to put that kind of time in it and to be like, wait a minute, I have barely half the achievements in the game. Like that gives you an idea of how expansive it is. And I mean, you know, definitionally, like it's a roguelike. It's going to take a while to see all the content. It's it's interesting because so my first impression upon starting it was like, yes, okay, like the structure is a roguelike, but the actual gameplay is basically Legend of Zelda dungeon. It yes. essentially seems to be like the the primarily the the, the primary design influence. Um, mm-hmm. And, it, and it's, it is, it's yeah. funny because you you play this little you know Newgrounds Flash uh, character who is perpetually crying. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like his tears. weapons are his tears, yeah. Yes, yes, his weapons are. Oh, I didn't pick that up. Oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, well, un- 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 unless unless you pick up the 
uh, was it the number one? <laughs> yeah, there's some weapons uh, you can pick up that like it. It's different. It's better. Well, yeah, and, and that, that that that's the thing I was taken with by this is that it's it's just like it, you, especially when you start. I'm sure that you know you two having played it endlessly, you know, have a much more complicated understanding. But like when you start playing it. Um, it's basically just like you have you just start finding stuff and you just keep yeah. finding weird things and like all of a sudden like your head gets giant. I, I found stem cells. <laughs> it made me into like a mutant. Yeah, I found yes. a holy shield of God that gave uh. me one extra like hit per screen. And uh, you know, I found a fat fly who became my friend for a while. And yep. it's just like literally anything could happen. And I love games where it's just like, well, I guess this is happening now. Well, that happened, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, I, when, when my friend found out I was playing Binding of Isaac, he sent me like a video and it was a guy like breakdancing. It says Binding of Isaac fans, when they see their parents' divorce p- papers because their tears go up, <laughs> now their tears are up. And they're like, yeah, because like that's its items. Like there's literally like, like ripped photograph and he's like yes. weeping more, which makes you stronger or whatever. Oh, yes. Like, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And I found roids, and uh, mm-hmm. they may be slightly bigger and faster. And my tears went further then. Yes. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like the what you allude to there is part of the game's charm. Like this incredible attention to detail that every power up changes you physically, like visibly in some way. Like you know, you'll get a like needle in your arm or whatever when you find the roids. Um, in in particular, like you mentioned, the number one. So like it actually, if you look at your character model, the um the elevation of your tears actually changes. So like it's coming from your lower body instead of your upper body, which is a nice (laughs) attention to detail, but also, you know, it dodges the question of like, wait, am I blasting urine out of my eyes? Yeah. (laughs) And the answer is always yes. That's the thing. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. I, I, I I did. I do enjoy a lot of the little, um, like, like, like you said, I think that the, what makes it um, literally like funny to me, is in fact that you know like they they've leaned into the bit right yeah you know, like 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 you said like it's the the attention to detail uh you know like if you get what is it uh if you get like a, a cat of nine tails like suddenly you have like scratches across your face you mm-hmm. know that type of thing um and it's so so strange and and weird and gross <laughs> I, I i can't yeah i i i i'm just really impressed by how much poop there is in in a basement it's it's a lot a lot of poop in the basement the other Uh, thing that i like by the way just on like a gameplay front by the way is the fact that um uh like it's very i don't know it's a good like it's not like idle game is the wrong the wrong term but you can kind of just like uh, it 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 occupies about 15% of your attention span. Mm-hmm. So like I decided yes. to just fire it up and start playing it like while we're talking. Yeah, um, you can. And and it doesn't really it, it doesn't take like like a ton of, you know, attention. So it's a nice it's it's nice and then goes kind of something weird will happen that draws your attention I'm like wait, what did I just pick? <laughs> did I just pick up a yeah. like a burning bag of shit and now I can throw right. shit bombs or something. And it's not like it's it's not necessarily easy at all times. Like it it can be quite challenging, uh, especially some of the bosses. But um it's one of those things where it's like, well, you're kind of winning or you aren't right. um, like um, and, and, and it's one of those things where it can it can shift quite quickly, too. Uh, <laughs> or you can just have a build that's just unbelievable because it's right. so random. And there are just so many items in this game that there are there are thousands and thousands of combinations. Um, and like 
you will see like Edmund McMillan has like the creator has done streams of this game where he's gotten item combinations and he's just straight up said I have no idea what's about to happen with this item combination. <laughs> oh well, and literally like, he just doesn't as well, know. As yeah. well, like um, at least the very at least the original binding of Isaac it was released without a whole bunch of that testing having been done because, I mean, there's just no way to test some of those uh, interactions with a team as small as theirs um, unless you release it to hundreds and hundreds of people early access, mm -hmm. right? And that's actually the other reason why it's so it goes so whole hog with the gore and whatnot because, I mean, McMillan didn't expect this thing to sell. He didn't care. Mm -hmm. And, in fact, he said that, like, he wouldn't have made the game in Flash with all its uh, constraints if he had thought it would have sold yeah, and then it, and now it's his, you know, I mean, like, it, it it's incredibly successful. I mean, it, he only just, like, a year ago actually finished the game, like, its last update. Yes. Because um, he kept saying, oh, the game's done, and then having new concepts for how it needs to be added. Because he identifies deep, like, and this is, like, I've read through, like, so he does Twitter Q&As all the time where he'll just, like, talk, like, at 3 a.m. and just, like, make posts about stuff. So, like, a lot of this comes from that. Like, he's, um, but he'll say, like, he identifies very closely with the character of Isaac coming from, like, an evangelical background. Um, that was going to be my next, my next, yeah. my next question. Yeah. Cause that's, like, a big part of the game. I know we haven't really talked plot, uh, and, mm -hmm. and because plot is, is weird and all over the half, place, but half yeah. evangelical, half Catholic. Yeah. Which <laughs> is to uniquely, me, yeah. It's God's way of saying, okay, you're going to have one set of footprints in the sand and it's not the ones you want. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he or, was like, or, or, are you yeah. Gonna, or are you going to feel really guilty about leaving those footprints? Yeah, exactly right. And and he and he does like and that's like so he kept having ideas for how the, the new endings to the game because this game has like dozens of endings. Yeah, mm. uh, because like and because there's no like one that he's like comfortable with. Did did y'all say that? Um, not not you, Joss, of course, but the other two of y'all. Did y'all not? Um, you said y'all have didn't like complete Carlo a proper did. run. I haven't. You? I haven't completed a run, but I may yeah. yet complete one while we play. You may while yet. We talk. Carl, yeah, Carl, I, you I, just get the base run or what? I did the base run with Isaac. I like I beat it with Isaac, and uh, I I don't remember what ending. I, I'd have to look at my um my whatever the 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 uh I don't even know what it's called on my PlayStation. I, I assume it was like the drowning and shit ending or something like that, <laughs> based on the the way the well the thing goes. is um well do y'all y'all um. What what are the I'm sorry, what are the spoiler rules on here? Are there any oh, none. Are we no, good? Go for it. none. Just go yeah. for it. That's how that that's if that's you how care, we go don't as well. listen. That's how we yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. Um so like I mean, can I like kind of summarize the general plot? Yeah. Like what the go for it. the basic is? Okay. So it starts out with these like hand drawn images that are like child drawn images that's narrated and it says like Isaac and his mom live in a house on the hill. His mom watches evangelical radio program all day, like televangelist, and the televangelist tells her like Allah Abraham in the Bible kill sacrifice your son Isaac as a you know offering to me the binding of Isaac which is both you know the classical biblical uh, and Old Testament story as well as the name of this game and so he's like she's like I'm gonna kill my son Isaac um, and she's coming for him and he jumps into the basement to flee her and that's sort of fundamental like what's going on in this game there's a lot of questions about like how literal is it how much is it in Isaac's mind um, his mom is coming to kill him and she is the final boss of the game. Um, she's a final boss. Yes, she is the of the base run of the game. She is the final boss mm -hmm. of the game. But he is fighting all these weird creatures. Some of them are like spiders, things you'd expect to find in the basement. Most of them, though, or at least a good half of them, are like just weird mutated versions of himself. Um, right. like weird messed up Isaacs, fat Isaacs, tiny Isaacs, uh, burning Isaacs. There's all kinds of Isaacs. Um, and that's kind of the general thing of it. And the, as you get through more endings... 
you know, the base ending is you just defeat your mom. But as you get through more, you unlock new regions, such as the womb, where you literally go into your mother's womb and fight <laughs> your mom's heart inside of her body. Um, and then, you know, you see an ending where Isaac locks himself in the closet and suffocates to death or whatever. Um, well, and you know, you the way to a woman's heart it's crazy. womb. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and there's so many ways this can go, but like you can descend into hell, you can ascend into heaven and fight the Lamb of God. You can fight Satan himself or Mega Satan or the Beast from the Sea of Revelation who wears your mom's dress. I mean, like, it's just very weird. And the different endings are mostly just really horrible things happening to Isaac, no matter what. <laughs> There's, like, two endings where, like, there, it implies anything that's, like, less than just Isaac having been yes. completely, like, mutilated by the I, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta really respect a game that definitely lives by the by the truism fuck them kids yes literally that is yeah this kid in particular yes. oh, yeah and it gets it get it gets about as graphic as you can get in some of these cutscenes and some of these endings with child death yeah like it's it's because it's, it's um because the general conceit of um unless you get to like the very 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 last ending and the very 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 last expansion Generally, what happens is, okay, Isaac escapes from his mother, he hides in his toy chest, but he gets locked in there, and then, you know, it's that it's that story from Scary Stories, scary stories to Tell in the Dark, right? He's, his corpse is found in there much, much later. Uh, yeah, things like that. There is one ending where God intervenes and saves Isaac from his mom, like, similar to the Abraham story in the Bible, but then when Isaac is celebrating, a shadow rises up behind him and the game goes to credit. So it's like, okay, well, what happened there? Um, you know, like he can't let Isaac be happy, which is extra funny because he says every single time people are like, what's Isaac based on? He's always like, Evan McMillan always like, oh, it's me. Isaac is literally me. Isaac is me as a child. And it's like, man, you got some unresolved shit then. I don't know. What to <laughs> yeah, tell you. I, know, I don't know that a flash game is the way to grapple with this necessarily. I mean, it's yeah. only a way. Yeah. It, is, is this is this a I mean, uh, I don't think that uh, th there's any type of exorcism uh, that that involves pixels, right? <laughs> not yet. Not the game tried. I don't know. I think it maybe did the opposite. It created a sort of demon. Um, and and it, like to some extent is about that, though, because it's like um, one of the one of the what to call something a true ending is kind of fake in this game. But part of what people kind of consider the true ending is Isaac fighting a creature called Dogma, which is literally made out of TV static um, right. and quotes cool. televangelists at you. Like, quotes like Billy Graham and, like, different, like, famous evangelists through history will, like, quote them at you while you fight them. And once you defeat it, then you fight this, like, horrific abomination uh, surrounded by the seven deadly sins that, like, looks like your mom. And that's, like, Isaac's kind of, like, ascension. But it is like him grappling with basically like going through this biblical story of like what would it what was it like for Isaac when he was getting killed by his father Abraham? But like and what if, if was what if he had weapons and, and power ups? Right. What if he had power ups and his mom was not actually influenced by God, but, but was influenced by like you know like somebody like Eli Gemstone basically. Like I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> what oh, what, what if way, you could weaponize? I just got your the tears. torn photograph, so my my tears have been upgraded. Oh hell yeah! Oh, there you go. Yeah, I wasn't there kidding go. about the photograph. There you oh, go, this Kurt. Is sick. This is sick. You 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 weaponized your your tears even further. Mm -hmm. In any in any game, like rate of fire is one of my favorite stats. <laughs> it's got to be. There is one. There is one upgrade in this game I, where your I think rate I of fire one, is up yeah. too much, but it and your tears are too weak. But that's a whole different thing. Yeah, so, I, I got that once, and it's 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 almost like a false confidence type of thing because yeah. you're like, oh wow, I'm really really firing away. It's like 
oh, but I'm not doing much, am I? <laughs> That's the thing. Like, it, you will learn very quickly which power-ups are your favorite and which you're, like, immediately like, okay, quad shot, yeah, you know, proptosis, yeah. But if you pick up the cursed eye, like, um, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. There's stuff you pick up, like, once, and you're like, okay, my run's over. They called it cursed eye. I don't know what you expected. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, pro the problem that I have is that you don't, find out what it's called until you pick it up oh no yeah. <laughs> so, yeah you have to have played this game a lot and even then like you're like checking the wiki if if you're the type to do that um, i have the wiki open in another screen at all times yeah it, it depends like when i first played the game like like in that like late night like just <laughs> at the you know on my laptop playing it like I, I didn't touch the wiki i just kept doing it and i kept coming across stuff and, like, getting, like, just more and more horrified by, like, going deeper into this game. And, like, I probably thought the game was more brilliant than it was when I first played it. Like, the first few hours I was in it, I was like, this game is genius. Um, I still really love it. I don't think I, I'll ever recapture that feeling of being the only person in a library at 3 a.m. playing the game for the first time. Um, I, I wish I could, as, as, as weird as it was. But it is it is a game that's just, it is feels haunted a lot of the time. Um I and, just found, by yeah. the way, um, my my what I presume is my 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 cat's tail and yeah. also oh, head. Yes. R.I.P. Guppy. And, and 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 also head and my my cat's head spawns uh, a nexus of flies that fight yes. for me. If you <laughs> find a third piece mm -hmm. of your cat's body, you can transform into your. It's cat. actually oh, it's boy. actually legit one of the best power ups in the game if you can find all three Guppy pieces. Well, yeah. well inshallah, I find it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, his cat oh, is no, dead, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's that's the thing. I, I do think that there is something very charming about the fact that you immediately like almost within that first dungeon or whatever, you, you immediately know, like from almost your first power up is like, oh, man, this is going to be a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it, it is like interesting. And it's all like it's I mean, it's not all completely random, but there's like an element of randomness to it. But it is like taking place inside this kid's head. And, like, most of the monsters are, if not drawn by the kid, imagined by the kid. You know, a mm -hmm. lot of the cutscenes are drawing-based, like that first one. Not all of them, notably. There's a couple that are more highly animated from some of the later ones. Um, even though the final, final, final ending, they go back to the, the drawing style. Um, but it is, like, supposed to be in Isaac's mind. And, you know, you'll there's all levels of, like, interpretation. And then it gets more complicated because... There are other characters you can play as, but they are mostly just different versions of Isaac. Uh, and it gets weirder when you introduce a character like Eve or a character like Magdalene, which is a female Isaac, because mm -hmm. there are cutscenes that show Isaac multiple times trying on different, like a wig or a dress or whatever, and being mocked for it. Mm -hmm. um, and there are multiple items that show, like, that you can pick up that shows Isaac experimenting with, like, lipstick and this sort of mm -hmm. stuff. Which leads some people to have a queer reading of the game of like part of the reason he's being impressed by his evangelical mother feels like she needs to kill him because he's been corrupted by the world because he is queer and Magdalene is his actual self. That's not confirmed by the game in any ending, but that's like a reading of the game that is a legitimate one um, that like Edmund McMillan kind of neither denies nor accepts. He's just like, yeah, that's a thing in there, but also there's a lot in there. You know, he also has a demon form. So, you know, like take that what you will. But I always mm -hmm. found that interesting. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that, that struck me about this initially was like, um, and, and maybe maybe I'm missing out on some of this because I just 
I don't know that that uh, thankfully my parents my parents weren't extremely religious. Or <laughs> Your parents didn't try to to uh, kill you. <laughs> also, yeah. Also, not that. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, but but like a part of this feels like it almost uh, apart from the the biblical story of Isaac, right? Uh, it also almost seems to exist within like the satanic panic. There, there are babies in the basements. They're doing rituals in the basements. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like, and, and there's all sorts of weird, you know, like weird right wing uh, hobby horses. Like, you know, like, like you know, Kurt mentioned. Oh, I found stem cells. Well, yeah, there's stem cells, and like, there's, you know, Isaac has like power ups that are that are his mom's wig. Like you said, uh, her mom, his mom's underwear. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and things like that. I'm, I'm not sure if there's more articles of clothing, but uh, it, it is certainly something, there's something going on, right? Mm-hmm. It, it feels like it, I don't know that, again, I think to your point that the the queer, for instance, the queer reading is something that is, you know, that is not confirmed nor denied by by the the, the creator, but can be in there uh, I just feel like it. It's also like these atomic little particles of his like evangelical upbringing just sort of popping up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, bubbling up from the subconscious into a game, you know, so to speak. Yes, uh, it's it's a lot of that, and there's a lot of you know just different symbols that you know people would recognize different, mm-hmm. like obviously just the basic Christian symbols. But then some of the other monsters that get thrown in there, it's interesting because you'll have monsters that feel like more. Um, you have, you have some stuff that is more like cartoony depictions of stuff like cartoony devils and stuff, but then you have more like literal, like biblical looking things. Like if you get some of these later bosses, they look like more like, I don't know, people make the biblically accurate angel joke, but look more like biblically accurate angels versus some of the more cartoony ones. You come across the seven deadly sins, but they are Mm -hmm. all just different versions of Isaac. It's Mm -hmm. just Isaac looking, looking different or whatever. Um, and, and to, um, and, and, and interestingly enough, to actually get like the true ending of the game, you have to defeat all the seven deadly sins at once. In a, it's weird, and I actually don't don't love it, but it's like in a different. It, they they do this thing that it like the game becomes almost like Castle Crashers esque. Um, in the final 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 boss, like he just completely changes how the game is played. It's a weird choice. Um, uh, Joss, I don't know if you ever did. Did you ever do the like final thing of the final expansion? Well, no, as far as I've gotten weird, is dude. beating Delirium, mm. um, which is... The That's final... a thing in itself. Yeah, yeah, which is, it, it's this it's this bizarre, like, ghost-looking thing that cycles through all the bosses, and it's a very frenetic, very, like, sped-up uh, sort of fight. Um, Delirium is the light at the end of the tunnel, literally, that's what he is. It is, yes, yes. And, yeah, that's that's basically as far as I've gotten. And I've looked, I've looked at the uh, cutscenes in the, like in the stuff beyond that, that give you, like, an ending beyond, you know, just, uh, oh, yeah, he got locked in his uh, chest and died. Um, aesthetically, and in terms of story, like, I don't know if I love that, right? Because it's, it's I think that's part of the point, is that there's not necessarily, there's not necessarily closure in what in what you're processing, because you're processing. Yeah, to, to literally, and also just, just to tell you how to get that, like, final thing, you have to fight mom, then you, if sometimes it'll randomly spawn a door you can't go through, so you have to find a level, on the level, a skull with a small X on it, blow it up, get the full card, 
play the level as normal, then fight mom again. You'll find the Polaroid or negative card probably. Use the full card to come back to the beginning of the level and go through a new door that spawned and then use Polaroid or negative to open a door. And then it'll like, there's, it goes further. I'm, I, I could keep going, but it's like, this like elaborate, like, I, 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 it's, it's a thing that like, I guess it just got to the point where like, if this game, if the internet didn't exist, there would be impossible to find. Well, yeah. <laughs> and like, it's, it's, it's nuts, right? Because it's not the first, it's not the first sort of incredibly arcane secret that Millen's put in his game, right? The character of, uh, when he made Rebirth, right? Which is the expanded remake of the game with the 16 bit graphics. That's not in flash. Like he added this character called the lost, right? Mm. Which is like you die in one hit, but you fly and you can take devil deals for free. So that's the trade off. And he expected people to like, there's clues in the game, right? Um, so it's not impossible to find, but he expected people to find it in it to take much longer finding it. And what people ended up doing was they just data mined stuff. And within like four days, they'd figured it out. And so he was really disappointed by that, which is coward baby stuff. I have to say that's it true. is, it is, <laughs> That's true. It's it's one of those things where it's it's a weird dynamic, right? Because this is, you know, this is one of those games where it's like if it if there wasn't an internet or if there wasn't like, you know, an easily accessible internet, this would be a game where it's like you could make claims about stuff. And it's like, no, there is an ending where Isaac blues his eyes shut. I swear. You have to do the right <laughs> amount of things to get it, but you can't. And like you would never be able to find that on your own, but Lo and behold, there's an ending where Isaac glues it glues his eyes shut. That you have to pick up a certain combination of items to get. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, the item based on that too, right? The rubber cement. Your eyes just turn like totally white, and then yeah. your tears kind of bounce. So, but mm. you know, that's not the point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man, <laughs> you 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 start you start crying crazy balls. Oh yeah, yeah. Le- legit. Yeah. Well, it, but that's it, the that's what, what you what you what you talk about now when you bring up the fact that this you know, closure, this final ending, this good ending, quote unquote, right, is locked behind such Byzantine processes, right, to get there. Um, it really does force you to relive your trauma again and again and again <laughs> until you finally get to that point. Yeah. I think and I think that is part of the point, you know. Um mm. which uh y'all I, I I if if y'all don't mind, can I just describe how what the final ending is? Sure, yes, please. Go for it, okay. yeah. So after you fight the TV and the televangelists inside of it, um, which, you know, turned your mom against you and you descend to Gehenna and then to hell and then to the lake of boiling blood, uh, you have to fight um, the beast out of the sea of revelation, the Antichrist, basically wearing your Gehenna mom's dress. Biblical, is that biblically like super hell? Basic. I, it's okay. I, I did grow up evangelical and that's a, de- there's some debate behind that one. So I, I won't, I won't answer that, but uh, yes, uh, sh- short. Yes. But some people will say it's actually a burning pit outside of Jerusalem in Jesus's day. So, uh, gotcha, you know, gotcha. sorry, depending on. on your interpretation, but, um, sorry, not to go down that path, but, uh, the, that you do that. And if you can beat this final, this final, final, final boss, you go back to the, uh, uh, the art style of the opening cutscene of the game, which is is distinct because for the last few cutscenes of the endings from this final update have been animated and voiced over, like giving Isaac and his mother a voice, um, which is like, in, and his mother is like yelling at him, you're just like your father and throwing him in a closet and stuff. It gets much more like real. Um, so it goes back to this other art style um, and it's Isaac descending and his life is reversing. So he's like literally retreating back to like, and his life is getting better. And then you realize, oh, well, his dad came back. That's because he's like remembering his life in reverse. His cat is alive now. Um, you know, his parents are happy and he remembers being born. 
Um, Which is also yeah. the um, what's that other game that does that? Uh, Braid has a similar. Um, yeah, I have actually not played Braid, so I can't. Speak I didn't to care it, for it, but it, it, uh, I it, it does. It was yeah, and then at the very end, it says like Isaac. There, Isaac is nothingness, right? And then you have the narrator voice speak to Isaac and say, "Isaac, you're drawing this story. Is this how you want this to end?" And then Isaac is like, "Whatever." And then he's like, "Okay, let's start over." And then he says, "Isaac and his parents lived happily in a house on the hill." And then it kind of draw, and then it, and then it like dots, dot, dot, dots off there. Um, and then Emma McMillan was asked, "So is this all fake? Like, is Isaac actually fine?" And he said, "No, Isaac's fucking dead." Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, make of that what you will. So is it? I interpret it as like, hey, this is cyclical, and there is like this really, really narrow, obscure, almost impossible chance to break the cycle of trauma. And like in 99.99% of the time you will not, but there is this tiny sliver of hope somewhere in there and you have to, you know, smash the TV to get there. Um, that's kind of how I read that. Well, but, it's um, very, it's a lot very Bioshock Infinite as well, right? You know, <laughs> it, it, it's that thing of where, oh, you know, you get the good ending. The only way to sort of um, stop this cycle of trauma is to go back and just, you know, have it never begin in the first place. Spoilers for a 10 year old game, by the way. <laughs> oh, that's a whole different thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I, I never got past the 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 original Bioshock, which was like I don't know. <laughs> it, it was separate, fine yeah. for a bit. Yeah, it was it was fine for a bit, and then I was like, eh, this is a first person shooter. I'm not. I, I hate these things. Mm. I've got I've gotten into fights with people about Bioshock Infinite because I can't stand that game. Um, really, but, yeah. I've never really been a big fan of the series in general. I think that if you played Half Life. Um, you already had played a better game that it was like heavily inspired by. Yeah, is, mm-hmm. is my kind of hot take on Bioshock. I think it's like like it's not bad, but to me it was like a it was like a B plus. I think the first game. one's clever. The second yeah. one I could do without. The third one I I I have very visceral very viscerally dislike. I understand it's a very different game, but uh, than Binding of Isaac. But you know, so long as it's out there, that's my take. It, it, it degenerates and it never starts as anything but worth than like a <laughs> nine out of ten. Ninety nine ninety. You know, <laughs> if only if only it had a part where Booker DeWitt like finds some stem cells and then just becomes a fucking mutant. hell yes. Then then when we'd be talking, then we'd mm-hmm. be talking. If like Booker like found like his uh, uh found a picture with his dad torn out of it and he starts crying at his enemies. I mean, then, that's, that's then we'd kind of what starts him on his path, isn't it? <laughs> God, except it's his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so so. Uh... I guess could you talk a little bit about what exactly? Uh, let me ask you what what exactly um, was your paper like your your thesis about? Oh yeah yeah so um, to you know give more background on that in college I took a John Milton class particularly on Paradise Lost not exclusively but mostly um, because my teacher was basically told like hey it's like COVID era and. We just want students to pay attention, so teach them the thing that will keep students engaged that you can talk about. And she chose Paradise Lost, and she did a great job. Um, <laughs> it was great. It was a delightful class. Um, uh, all online, but still, like, very, very engaging, very delightful. Same semester, I took a class on all, just on Miyazaki films. Great time. Um, and so I was like – she was like, I want you all to do a paper on anything. Um, basically, just tie it back to Paradise Lost or to John Milton, but, like, connected to a piece of media you really connect with and i was really like digging binding of isaac right around then and i was like well they've both got satan in it um and so then i got really into the concept of like okay so 
John Milton from Paradise Lost sees Satan um, both in his in the story and his actual theology as this thing that's outside humanity and that is incredibly beautiful and that beauty is tempting and that evil is primarily defined by the fact that it is temptation and that it is outside of humanity. It, there, there is an evil in humanity, but like it was originated on the outside and it is being called to. Whereas in Binding of Isaac and you know other forms of depiction of evil, Binding of Isaac being my sort of quintessential one here, um, it evil is completely inborn. Evil is completely mm-hmm. ugly. Um, evil is like you know literal shit and poop and like and 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 like divorce and your mom trying to kill you with a knife. And literally, when Satan shows up in Binding of Isaac, his roar is just a mo- a auto modulated. Um, scream of your mom yelling Isaac at you and it just it just reverses it and changes the 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 tone but it's still his mom screaming at him is Satan's roar um and so I found that that to be an interesting like dichotomy of different versions of evil and I was really interested in it and I reread the paper today and my writing is bad in it but I still think I was at I, I was getting at something that was kind of interesting um and you know what like the fact that I was writing anything at all while I was like in 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 uh, twenty twenty, while I was delivering pizzas to people during lockdown, and everyone was yelling at me at all times, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll I'll give it to myself. I think I did okay. <laughs> so, Man, people were mean to service workers. God, gosh, yeah, still are, still are, still are, but really, that that era was oh, yeah. the worst. One of the things that I think has intrigued me about this game as as I have um, continued playing it, including while we were talking, um, mm-hmm. and also just kind of listening to, to you all talk about it, is um, I wrote a piece uh, a couple years ago, for, actually for our Satan issue um, mm-hmm. of Blood Knife, it's a good uh, issue. called The Hollow Throne. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- one of the things I wrote about was was basically about, it started out as being about the Satanic Panic, because I I, I, I have always had frustrations with how how that um, is depicted because oftentimes it's, it's depicted in like popular culture as being like, Oh, well people were afraid of, of D and D basically. Mm. And, and it leaves out the, the whole like sexual abuse scandal um, or, you know, claim sexual abuse scandal. And also the way that, you know, like a a lot of people's lives were basically destroyed by these, just these, these witch hunts that like completely bizarre to the, to the point that like, like if you actually, you know, hear the claims, it's, it's, absurd you know and it's just mm. these but these bizarre claims like oh well you know uh my second grade teacher has access to a global network of helicopters that they use to you know capture children and uh travel with them around the world so that you know the the global pedophile consortium you know can abuse them also there is you know a, like a giant stone temple beneath my preschool and stuff and it's like what like it's it's mm. bizarre but anyway um one of the things that I wound up writing about was in that piece was basically how like um the 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 meaning of these hidden messages or conspiracies that are seen by like evangelical culture that the actual meaning isn't isn't really to, to my mind and feel free to tell me that I'm completely you know off in left field here but like to me the, the meaning isn't isn't so much important as it is the ability to reify the struggle between the you know the sacred and the profane like yes the the, 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 the real problem is with the profane 
you know, cursed world, and you start with the assumption that anything that is not of the sacred is evil, and not not just like sacred in general, but like a specific sort of sacred. And so you kind of wind up with almost like a Mad Libs of conspiracy theory. Like, like you know that there is a conspiracy. You just need to figure out how it connects. So you know, you you wind up with like, well, what does it mean? Uh, what, you know. The, the monster energy drink well clearly monster is bad and so therefore like what symbols can i find and to, to me this is almost kind of like playing the experience of playing this game where it's like you know you come into it and you get hit over the head with like you know if if nothing else it's like well this is like a fetus looking thing and i'm fighting other fetuses and there's televangelism like, like invoked and so you just kind of you, you get equipped with this this assumed meaning and you wind up just having to work backwards from basically a non-existent story of like well how can this story fit this meaning that i suspect to be there and to me that's interesting not just because of of the, the meaning that you do find but because of like you know we're talking about like evan mcmullen is that it? evan mcmullen Edmund McMullen, yeah. Edmund McMullen, thank you. Um, of, of like, well, you know, he he winds up in this position of like, well, no, that's not it at all. Of, but you almost kind of wind up with like a phantom creator in your head of like, yeah. well, it's got to be this. Like, I know this about the creator, and I know this about the story, and I'm seeing all these possible meanings, but so many of them are just kind of like empty, like dead ends. And I don't know. To to me, like. It's it's like the good version of a puzzle box. It's like a blessed lost instead mm-hmm. of a cursed loss of like, well, there doesn't need to be a meaning. The the point is kind of like playing this thing and having having potential meanings jump out at you like phantoms almost. Well, I, I think that to your point, Kurt, this is uh, one of the one of the lures of this game and and a lot of these roguelikes that aren't, you know, that, that a lot of the, the 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 writing itself or the narrative is sort of occluded or hidden or not mm-hmm. present. Um, generally, uh, you know, they they invite you to collaborate, right? It's <laughs> I, that, I just found Isaac's mom's underwear by the way. There you go. It, it has increased my range. <laughs> there <Yeah>. you go. Um, <laughs> a lot of range there. <laughs> but but I think that it's one of these things where it's inviting. It, you know, it invites collaboration from the player, uh, which is something that you can't really do in like structured narrative. Uh, like like in a novel, you couldn't have a completely passive, yeah, nonverbal character because people come to the novel to sort of live through a character, not to mm-hmm. be the character. And and a video game allows it has a a basically a, a space for the player to to you know sort of inhabit it uh and, and i think that that's that's part of the the allure uh, and and the the invitation to interpretation right yeah yes. the, the interjections of isaac himself are very you know limited um they you know this is not this is not um a game where you know isaac is is muttering to himself at all times he's a, it's funny to call him a silent protagonist because like imagine isaac like link or something but he is as a silent protagonist his inputs are like there are some drawings you see that are from isaac um when you like go between levels of just like little things he's mm-hmm. experienced and in some of the endings you see drawings from isaac of like there, there's one in particular where it's like isaac sees himself as a demon killing his mom and then his dad saying, I'm out of here and running out of the house like Looney Tunes style. As you do. Yeah, as one does. <laughs> as I would do if, I, if, if a demon, my a demon child killed my spouse. Um, but uh, he, it's so like you have these interjections. So you have this idea of like, okay, so you have this kid who's a product of divorce, who's like maybe dealing with like some internal gender struggles, maybe not. Or maybe he's just a kid who's like, 
hey, I'm going to put something on because it's in front of me because he's a kid um, who's maybe, you know, maybe dealing with like some like religious, he is dealing with religious trauma, who's maybe this, maybe that, maybe feels guilt, not sure. Um, it, there's like questions. And even Isaac has those questions because there are endings where Isaac is in the box and he's flickering and becoming a demon and fighting from becoming a demon. Um, and like there's endings where Isaac just walks away and it's none of it has any like explicit meaning that you are not bringing to it yourself outside of just sort of these broad strokes. I absolutely agree with that. That's what makes it, um, you, you can sort of have that interiority and you can bring that, uh, into it. And I, and I also agree that it, it's connected to the, you know, broader idea of like the evangelical culture of struggle, the continuous struggle, because, mm-hmm. you know, say you get the final ending of this game, uh, it, it, you get the same, you know, it, the game still loops, you still can play again and probably will because it's an easy game to say, okay, I'll do one more run of. <laughs> Um, it's a continuous struggle and it, and it brings me back to, and I have an idea for a project for years that I've tried to write, but I've never been able to, one of these days I will called church world, which is like about growing up in church world as we called it. And this idea is like, we are in the world, but not of it. And that the world is inherently corrupt around us. But, you know, as you were saying, when the uh, idea of how the world is supposed to be corrupt, doesn't exactly square itself in your head, you have to find a way in which it is corrupt and you have to kind of twist yourself into increasingly contorted positions to make that work and sometimes you know that is satanic panic stuff or like it's it's um parallel in this game which is like isaac's mom throwing out all his toys and locking him in his room by himself to just kind of stew in there with his thoughts um which you see in one of the cutscenes leads to him drawing a picture of his mom as a beast and his mom getting like really angry and saying do you see me as a monster which of course he does end up literally yes, seeing her as our monster. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, not, not just a monster, but the, the, the actual end boss. Yeah. The end know? boss of the game multiple times yep. in multiple forms. It's yep. and so that's, what's fascinating about it. And there's, there's a lot going on, but it, 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 it depicts it very well, that struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you know, once, I mean, the constant struggle, I mean, what you say about the uh, satanic panic and how it's, it's remembered or misremembered is, I mean, part and parcel of the satanic panic, right. Was, this expression of sort of a reactionary grab at um, at primacy within within American culture, you know, the idea that you know we're losing sight of God, i.e., this specific vision of God that this specific sect of, of of the population has, right? And what's driving it? Oh, you know, this and that part of uh, popular culture that people are paying attention to instead. You know, it's not dissimilar to the sort of I mean, the KKK was you know in addition to being against you know this or that minority, they were also against chain stores, right? Mm-hmm. You know making their way into, you know, their, you know, horrible, uh, uh, enclaves. Um, but the game itself is a really good avenue just by its very nature for exploring the, um, you know, not just, not just what it is to be, not, not what it is to be reactionary, but what it is to be surrounded by all these competing influences, um, in terms of religion, in terms of, you know, um, divorce, all these things about the world that a child is sort of filtering through their understanding, right? Because um, you replay it again and again and again, and you still don't get quite close to it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's in an interactive medium that that sort of confusion really shines. It, it's it's interesting. You also talk about, like, the influences. Um, it's a quote I've been wanting to, like, read, and I didn't have quite the right place for it, but Macmillan once told Vice Magazine, and I love this, that his two biggest influences growing up were his evangelical and Catholic sides of his family 
and the fact that one night when he was six years old, he watched The Toxic Avenger and Evil Dead 2 back to back. He said, take those two things, mash them together, and you get me. And yeah, it's it's those competing influences in a very weird way, and you see it firsthand. <laughs> I seem to recall that a similar thing happened to uh, uh, St. John of Patmos, as I recall. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 if we could circle back real quickly, because yeah. there is something about the when you talk about the struggle, because as I understand it uh, and, and granted, like this is probably where the, the Catholic and the evangelical parts of, of Macmillan uh, are probably at odds with each other is the fact that sort of like Catholicism makes peace. Well, I mean, it, generally. Yeah. In broad strokes, makes peace with the fact that there is death and pain in the world. There is suffering in the world. Um, you know, you can you personally might make some meaning out of that suffering. You know, I'm not espousing that particular worldview, but there is there is that mm-hmm. sort of view, right? But in general, as I understand it, and granted, I was not raised evangelical or Protestant or anything of the sort. Um, but as I understand it, the the philosophy is sort of flipped, right? It's it's all sort of internal. Uh, your your sort of like your grace uh, is only extended in, insofar as you have faith, and therefore, if you have not enough faith that is coming from within you, that you're inviting Satan into yourself. Is I, that correct? I, what I the way I would put it is that is true to an extent, but the thing with evangelicalism, and especially like evangelical like American Christianity, it, uh, it is so um hyper individualized mm-hmm. right it is so of the self um it, it, it is so much and, and, and like by necessity by necessity of like what this country is and its culture and its history has become so like um you know a reinforcement of that alienation that there is um you know based on the person it has different interpretations of what that you know pain is and what its meaning is and where it comes from and it ends up being up to you um, but that also means it is on you as well, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and the only way to really launder that is you don't go to confession. Uh, you don't have ritual, really, even. You kind of put that on the other. You put it on yourself or you put it on the other. Um, right. So the expression of that pain um, is is interesting. But it's also notable in this game that you have, um, there there are very few items in this game that are uh, in that are just like purely like they don't mess isaac up in some way Mm -hmm. they don't make him look weird or funny or just plain fucked up and one of the only times that doesn't happen is when you get an angel room you get a room that is like looks holy it looks like a a cathedral and it's very you know very catholic um in in its (laughs) in construction and you just get a really beautiful item that gives you usually a really good power and there are no downsides and that counters with the devil room, which has mm-hmm. a which has you have to make a devil deal to get a really powerful item. Um, uh, and for, you see, yeah, so a couple of my first runs, I didn't understand what what I was getting into. I was like, oh yeah, oh, I'll, I'll choose that one. Looks cool. Oh, it t- I didn't realize that that was the cost in hearts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can kill yourself oh, I, with a devil deal. Oh, way. shit. I killed myself. Fuck. Yeah. And occasionally those devil rooms will just that the creature will come alive and you'll have to fight Krampus. Oh, um, interesting. I, yeah, I, just, I haven't run into that just yet. So it's not a particularly hard. Here's an interesting, but, but, yeah. Oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just going to add on to that. Like the 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 
the thing that sticks out to me about this game and the 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 fact that although most of the monsters are if they're not his mom <laughs> recast in in a different role it's isaac himself yeah um and, and the what we were just talking about the sort of like the protestant mindset if you will right yeah. is this idea that that there is psychological splitting happening. You you yeah. then, you know, that other then becomes an enemy and they exist in the real world. And this is yeah. sort of like, it's sort of like reflected in the game, right? Mm -hmm. These are the bad parts of Isaac. Yeah. And, and he literally has, you know, an evil version of himself, a demon version of himself that he sees in some cutscenes, And also you can play as Azazel or mm. Azazel or however you want to say it which is probably the most fun character to play as because you can fly so busted. <laughs> yeah 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 well you, I, don't, don't you have like way, one while, heart while we were while we were talking i found a devil room and uh turned into i think azazel uh and then mega died immediately in like the oh, next room bummer. because uh just through malfeasance not even through the devil deal totally reasonable deal i knew what i was getting into devil seems like a fair guy i just screwed it up <laughs> he seems like a fair guy till you have to fight mega satan Oh, yeah. well, I mean, as a does, boss. You know, it does say what it says on the tin. So, mm. yeah, Mephistopheles, you know, M misery loves company. He says it straight up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> what's well, so what's interesting about the angel devil's rooms that just occurred to me? So, you can reject salvation, right? And I'm not saying like you enter these rooms and, um, well, I could, you have to enter a devil room and not take a devil deal in order for an angel room to then appear later on. Yeah. A. But. When an angel room does appear, you can actually um, lay a bomb at the feet of the uh, angel statue in the middle, and then it comes alive and fights you. Yeah. Which is interesting to me. Don't fuck with them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, because, and the thing is, if you reject, if you reject salvation and then you beat the angel, you get half of a key, and you do it again, you get the other half, and that's how you fight Mega Satan. So there's that interesting, there's that interesting sort of journey, right, where you can where the price the price of doing this basically is okay well you had to fight the really really bad guy mhm mm i i also like the uh the fact that it it's staying within like isaac's perception so even though he has this kind of more abstract stuff about like fighting angels and devils it's still like well who's the really bad guy well we already fought satan so mega satan you know like yeah. it's it's still like this like 8 year old mindset or however old isaac well, is supposed I mean, to be well i mean i guess i guess you have to do all that to get the atheist ending huh <laughs> Where Basically. Isaac puts on a fedora and tips it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so cool. He, he, he becomes he becomes a libertarian. Sadly. Yes. Oh my! I can just see like you find a fedora item in the game, and like the little you know every item has like a, a like um what is it what is it like a um secondary headline? I know there's a word for it. Subhead. Um, uh, Subhead. Yeah. Every item is a subhead for when you pick it up. So like if there's a fedora <laughs> item in the game, I'm just imagining you pick it up. It says fedora lady yeah yeah no isaac says in this moment i'm euphoric not because of any phony god's blessing but because i'm enlightened by my own intelligence and then his mom just like steps on him yeah i mean um, i mean what is uh what is lucifer if not the ultimate libertarian that's true uh -huh. that's true I, I gotta go back and revise that paper from years better ago better game in heaven now, serving heaven then i would have it then I would you, have you know it. actually it would be a good bit to just have lucifer going around calling people theists that would be good <laughs> Uh, that's um. I know this is super random, but actually, um, in the in the uh, left the evangelical series Left Behind, um, and one of the last books, um, when Satan actually speaks, when they just they I had to write Satan, they make Satan have rebelled because he decided God came from evolution. 
Um, and like, and so Satan is basically doing that. He's like, God thought he could outlogic me, but I know the truth. We all evolved from a sort of like celestial goo, goo ape or whatever. And they just make Satan be like a math like or, or, or a science teacher. It's so cool. He's, he's um, a, it's, he's, he's a, I fucking love science guy. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's literally, that's literally it. It's, it's really cool. Now, um, Joss jo and I actually talked about left behind on one of, on our pod, but we, that's a late left behind book and there's no way we're getting through all 13 of those. It's just not happening. No, that attitude. <laughs> anyway, it just made me think of it. Look, I, I, I quit, I quit uh, wheel of time uh, around book six, six or seven. I'm not reading that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh man. But yeah, but binding of Isaac is just, it's, it's like also like I know I mentioned it, but it's also like despite all of this having all this stuff going on, it is also just like immensely playable. It is immensely like you can just kind of keep doing it. Um, you can do it. Bef- I I often will play it like before I go like go to bed, which mm-hmm. is like probably not great like imagery to put in your head right before bed. But it's so cartoonish. <laughs> it's not actually like horrifying, you know. Like unless you like think about it, you know. If 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 you if you want to really like think about a child getting murdered, okay, sure. But like if you're just like playing this little kid running around like shooting poop balls or whatever it's like fun like a sort of a fun thing to to do like it's it's quite relaxing um and it's also funny because i've been playing replaying hades as well and it's a fun roguelike uh Mm -hmm. like different comparison of like sort of isaac as this like sort of weak lumbering little guy who's like just picking up items versus this like speedy other experience and i guess it also shows sort of the flexibility of what of, of the of the form and everything but uh, it's, it's a, it's a ton of fun. And I also just think that like, it's, it's remarkable how m- many hours I have and how I'll still just get combinations where I'm like, well, what the hell is this going to do? And then it'll, it'll either blow my mind or it'll massively underwhelm me and I'll get like eaten by a poop spider, you know? <laughs> and and so it goes. Poop spiders. Uh, it's always, that's always happened to me. Well, I, I, I personally, uh, greatly enjoyed what I've played of this game so far. Um, I'm very curious about Mega Satan. Um, really want to meet that guy. I, I'm. I, it's, it's just. It's interesting. Like I, I love the way that like as messy as this game is, it does feel like it recaptures something about the. the I don't know the gaming experience, just the capaciousness, the expansiveness, the fact that like I don't know it, uh, the, the older games that were visually simple mm. could be very mechanically complicated with weird interactions something like river city ransom for instance yeah. you know mm. an old older game very straightforward good graphics initially very straightforward mechanics and then because it doesn't cost you anything to add a mechanic visually you know you can just you can add an item and then add another item and add another item and all of a sudden you have all this weird crap that you can stack one on top of each other um and like there's there's there's, you know, very polished games like this. Like, uh, you know, I, I think there's, you know, I, I think uh, Binding of Isaac and something like Hollow Knight share, you know, mm. some DNA, obviously. Um, but but then, you know, there, there's also this other direction of like, well, it's a messy game. It's straightforward. But as you pile stuff up, you know, higher and higher, these, these weird synergies and I don't know, what's what's the opposite of a synergy? Um a maladaption, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It, you know, emerges. You know, and I don't know. It's just it lends like a like a mechanical depth that goes beyond the apparent simplicity of it. So I've greatly enjoyed delving into it, and also uh, I don't know. Good, good conversation. Great game recommendation. Uh, I give it the seal of approval, even though the art is is a bit weird. <laughs> it is. It's a little weird. 
It's a little uh, weird. <laughs> and it's like, it's it's mostly weird complimentary. It's also a little bit weird uh, pejorative, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It can be both. It well, be and both, as well, yeah. you know, like, it's it, it, owes its, it owes its success to that collaborative element, you know, to people collectively going through it and being like, oh, I found this. Wait a minute, that does that? Oh, my God. Because mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it derives its fun from that, A, and B, you know, following on from that, it derives its success from it because it was, it sold slowly out the gate, but after a few months, it started really picking up. Um, and Macmillan credits the, Macmillan credits the, uh, the streamability of the game, right? A whole bunch of people mm. are putting out Let's Plays. People have put out like hundreds of episode series of just them going through it again and again and again. And it is never, ever plays out the same way twice. Lentz, I mean, part of the advantage of um, of the uh, Rebirth version of the game, right, is that if you pause it, it'll show you the seed for uh, your particular run, and then other uh, people can can try their hand at it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and people do like that. And people have found, you know, ways of playing the game where no matter what the boss is, no matter how hard it is, you can have a build that's just, like, super, super insane. Um, and, and there's all, you know, fun stuff around that. And it's... Uh, yeah, it it has a, it has an older feel to it, but I also you know I, I get what you're saying about the art. I, my my husband when I asked him his thoughts on the game, he said it could do with like twenty percent less shit. And I, <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's not, that's probably fair. I don't know. Not, not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> it know? is funny, by the way. That, like I hesitate to bring this because it's going to seem off color, but fuck it. It's it, it is it is funny. It's really funny how. <laughs> In a lot of shots, he has like a little one pixel penis. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. It's very, it's just, yes. like, Teeny. it's so understated. Yeah. <laughs> you have to laugh. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's just, it's just, it's just something that, uh, oh, shoot, my kids running around naked. You know, I'm, yeah. I mean, and I, I'm not a parent, right? But I imagine that, you know, sometimes you look at a very small child and you're like, okay, yeah, you could do with about 20% less shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Evan McMillan is a parent. So maybe, maybe that's part of what he's pulling. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I guess we, we're we're getting our last thoughts out. I I, I think I, I already talked pretty much. I, 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 nothing that 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 I say now hasn't already been said. I will simply second. Uh, I think Kurt's uh, and and Jacob's uh, yeah, comments that yeah, like like this is very. It doesn't require me to think a lot. I could just fire it up. Mm-hmm. Like you, even it, let me put it this way: like even something simple uh, that that I've played a thousand times, I I will cho- I might choose this uh, because it's 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 easier to just get through, and also uh, a run isn't a huge investment of time. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, like overall, I think I think this game has a lot to it. So great recommendation. But um, before we go. Yes. Uh, I want let's talk about the socialist shelf. Sure, sure. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, the, we we have a podcast, me and Joss do. Um the socialist shelf. We talk about books uh and literature. Uh look, some short stories here and there as well. Um the odd fan fiction actually just won my immortal so far, but mostly books. <laughs> um and we try and talk about it. We we try and do two things. We try and give you like a really solid plot summary that someone can kind of if they say we're really like wanting to understand a book and didn't know if they wanted to spend the time to read it, they could absorb it through that. We don't recommend that, but for most books, but it's a thing you can do. And also we want to talk about it from a socialist perspective. Joss and I are both socialist organizers. We spend a lot of time on that. We are, you know, very 
committed to that and we try and bring that experience experience we've done with union organizing experience we've done with you know doing protests and leafleting and all manner of different stuff um and that study and try and bring it into talking about novels talking about fiction we like to say we talk about good fiction and changing the world it wouldn't be entirely accurate to say we just talk about uh good fiction we've talked about some real bad fiction as well i mentioned left behind we read uh ben shapiro's novel uh we've <laughs> so we've had a few rough ones uh bill clinton's novel we read that one um but we've also had some good ones um and we had a, a quite a fun episode with kurt uh talking about the book Snow Crash, which was a, was a, a massive blast. blast. Yeah, that was a blast. I've been, I've been trying, I, I've been angling to do Snow Crash on a podcast for so long that I had like eight years of, of like accumulated. I'm ready to podcast about this thoughts. So. And, and we went for a while on that one too. We had, we, we were, we were all in on that. But yeah, we. So we have a whole lot of fun with it. Um, so yeah, if you're interested, uh, we just put out an episode today. Well, it won't be today when you listen to this, but uh, Aisha Yufara about. Um, about Catcher in the Rye. That was super fun, but uh, we're going to go all over the place. Um, we let, we're going to be letting people know a couple weeks ahead of time what the schedule is. If you're the type that needs some impetus to read, you can read along with us, but uh, that's what we're going to be doing. But uh, Socialist Shelf, um, wherever you get your podcast, and we're at Socialist Shelf on the social medias, even this, even the dying one that um, <laughs> whose, whose name is of, of Contestation. But I still call Twitter. Uh, yes. Joss, what, what what would you add on that? Um, not a whole lot. You know, we are still getting very experimental with it. You know, we're branching out. You know, we're doing graphic novels, short stories, uh, the occasional fan fiction. You know, and I say occasional. We will return to that theme event eventually. Um, we'll see. What else we got coming up? We got uh, Crab Cannery Ship. We got Battle Royale. You know, we got uh, proletarian fiction. We got uh, your uh, your dystopia. Uh, I mean, dystopia is where we started, right? You know, there are, there are things world. we come back to. There are uh, themes that we drift through. Mm-hmm. Um, and indeed, you know, part of part of reading and part of discussing these things is figuring out, I mean, we talk about the authors extensively, right? And we figure out where their heads are at. We figure out where they are situated in the political sort of uh, scene, if indeed they were. Um and that's and that sort of thing is something that's near and dear to us because the act of creating and the act of um, and the act of you know consuming this media and discussing it is I mean the point is to change the world right and you never know what you'll come across that uh, spurs you to do it mm, absolutely and uh, also at the end of the day my, my favorite thing about the podcast so far is that um, multiple people have said hey you've gotten me back into reading fiction and that warms my heart so also that. So, awesome. um, yeah, that, that's, that's what we do. Hell yeah. All right. Well, um, everyone, thank you. I mean, no, honestly, you. uh, uh, <laughs> thank you. Josh, Jacob, thanks for, for sort of spurring me to get this. I, I had seen this for ages, like in videos, you know, video game stores yeah. everywhere, like here and there, not, not everywhere. It, it makes it sound like it, it's plastered everywhere, but, but I'd seen it several times and I'd always like, sort of like, is that good? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, but, but this, this really, like, I, I can definitely say it's, it's, it's a great game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and, and thanks for coming on to talk about it as well. Thanks for having us on. We we really enjoy it. We don't really talk about video games much on our show, (laughs) so any opportunity to do it is a uh, opportunity we're happy to seize on. Excellent. Excellent. All right. 
Well, if that's it, um, I do want to thank you both and everyone out there. Thanks again for listening. Catch you next time here on Podside.